Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. It's so fun to be here. It's the last, well, this is our last show in February, right? Tomorrow's leap year, which really doesn't exist because that's in that twilight zone of weird. It happens under the Pisces sun. Isn't that fun? Pisces is such a fun sign. I hope you're swimming in it. Hope you're having a good time. And I also hope and I know you're going to enjoy my guest who I'm going to bring on here momentarily. I want to make sure everybody's all snuggled up. We're in the final stages of our little um, Taurus moon. So I hope you packed in all the good food because we're going to go into the Gemini moon. We're going to want to talk and be connected. And that's what this is all about. I'm so excited about the week ahead. I'm so excited about March. There's so many good things happening. Now, if you're just new to the show, we try to bring astrology down to a level where you can grab it. Um, so meet us over at facebook.com slash Mark Husson. I, we have people looking, I'm looking, I put my guest chart up there so you can kind of get a feel for who we're talking to, because there's a lot of magic with, um, when we bring people on the show, because you get to really explore the chart from an intelligent point of view and see what's going on and, and who, what tools they have available to them and how they're using them. And I'll make references. So facebook.com slash Mark Husson. I'm also the daddy of all things. One, two, 12. So 12 Listen, 12 Reports, 12 Academy. We have so much to talk to you about. I'm so happy to be a part of your life as well as have you be a part of mine. So thanks for joining me. Uh, I am not going to waste any time bringing on this remarkable woman. I have known Val, it feels like, for lifetimes. But I think that happens with all Pisces that you may run into. You kind of feel like you know them. They 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 have a way of sort of becoming part of your life, like like forever. It's really cool. If you know Pisces, you'll know that part, especially if they've let you in. Now, that's the big thing, getting them to let you in because more skilled Pisces know how to keep that wall open because they know what happens once it's open. Now, this is Valerie Camozzi. I've definitely... Um, when I met her years ago, she came to the site to be an advisor, a psychic advisor at One to Listen, and things changed when she came on board. There was a new kind of credibility. There was a new kind of acceptance and a new kind of presence. It, she is truly a confidant to me. She's somebody who I talk to to get my head clear because that's the gift of this uh, special Piscean. And I want to find out how she's navigating being a Pisces. And, and when you hear her story, you're going to really go, oh my gosh, she really is a Pisces. So without further ado, I want to please welcome my very special guest, Valerie Camozzi. Valerie, are you with me? I am. Thanks, Mark. And thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> oh, it's so good to have you. It's so long overdue. And it's so good to hear your voice. I always get so comforted by that. And I can't wait to share you with the world. And I did put your chart up there. So I want people on Facebook to go over and be willing to scroll down a little to see Valerie's picture inside the chart wheel so we can sort of talk about it. So Valerie, how long have you been with the One Two Listen group? I was thinking about that. I think it's been four years, Mark. Does that sound oh, right? It does sound right. It does. Where's if, the time if, go? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> what time? <laughs> I know. You've you've woven this little dream around us. It's really cool. And, and you know what's really interesting, Val, is to watch 
to to know and to understand like there's for many many years i would never put together like you're a pisces it's the it's part of being a pisces but because this is our pisces show and people are really eager to understand the sign of pisces you are like the perfect person and i want to i i so want to interview you like i don't know a lot about your life so if you'll indulge me i want to ask you a couple of questions about your life the experience of being a pisces coming in as a pisces and if people want to join me with your chart not only are you a Pisces, you're a Pisces rising, which we know opens that psychic door way big for you. And I want to know growing up, the first thing I want to find out is a lot of times we'll talk about Pisces being uh, connected to the mom, having an opening, an open door to the mom. Can you just give us like a summary, a little bit about what life was like as a Pisces growing up in your world? Was it illusionary? Was it sort of surreal? What was it? It definitely was surreal. Um, <laughs> looking back on it and hearing stories from my siblings, oh my gosh, I was in a dream world. But it's kind of that thing, you walk between worlds, you walk in different dimensions. And I didn't know not to talk about it, so I just talked about it to anyone who would listen, whether it was wow. my parents or the nuns at school that didn't go so well. Um, <laughs> or, you know, it's didn't matter. I would just blab out what I was seeing or what I was doing or information that they said I could I couldn't know. Um, wow. You know whether it was about the solar system at the age of six. They wow. also thought I was autistic. Really? Because I went inside and. I was processing all this information while teachers would be talking, so they thought I grasped none of it, and wow. I actually grasped all of it and more. I just didn't talk a whole lot. Wow. <laughs> so now, where did you fall in the family? What sibling number? Are you, like, were I'm there... I'm the middle child. You're the middle child of three? Of five. Of five. Okay. And so... Was it like, was part of your survival sort of like living inside, like like being effortless in a way, just going invisible? Was that an art you developed? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They never knew I was there, whether it was the teachers or my parents. They they never worried about me, but they never knew I was there. I, wow. I was, had an invisibility cloak on. Yeah, no, it seems like that is very Piscean to have an invisibility cloak. So the other Piscean stereotypes that exist, and I want you to t to address this this thing about, you know, I won't go to somebody who's a Pisces's party. Now I might make an exception for you, but that <laughs> thing about like you liking people that other people don't like, this compassion, this th weird thing called compassion, which I just don't get. But do you? I mean, did you notice that as a young child? Were you friends with the weirdos? You know, yeah, I have to say, and it, it, I know it's a stereotype, but also the underdog. <laughs> if anybody, okay. I was a rebel, you know, so if there was something going on, uh, don't worry, I'll research and take your side and, and prove that you're fine and innocent and in the right. So wow. I, I did take that on. And, and yeah, that was compassion, too. I was the one child that no one else in the family would go with my dad to visit all the relatives in the nursing home. But don't worry, I did. So oh. and, and I loved it. I mean, it was great. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, so compassion and also a little bit of rebelliousness. I don't know if that's a Scorpio moon or not, but 
You do have a Scorpio moon and rebelliousness is sort of, uh, I think that has to do with your Aries, which we're going to talk about because you have a, you came in with some nice little tools to assist you from being taken too far into another reality, which is really good. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) I know it's really powerful. So now, okay. So we, we get the compassion factor. How about relationship to mom? Is it complicated or is it, um, is it just like you had an opening there? It was awesome because I was not her typical child. Everybody else kind of fell into place. And I, you know, had creativity that wanted to be explored and some athleticism, and she let me run with it. Really? There was nothing I couldn't do in her eyes. And and she was more traditional. I mean, she was the woman that um, they were older parents, and... She was kind of a leader in her own right. She was uh, in banking and had a high position when women weren't VPs in banks. Yeah. Uh, So she kind of paved the way for me. I really looked up to her. I really trusted her. She was my best friend, and she checked out on me when I was in my 20s. I was Uh. very, very sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's got to be hard, especially when you're that connected. I know with Pisces, that is a thing. The other, the other important topic that we I want to talk about with you now. You have a very unique chart. Not it, it's it's unique in in its because it's yours, and it's unique because you have these tools of Aries, these Mars and Venus connection. You'll see it in her second house. It's at the um, that's the seven o'clock position in the chart wheel which gives you an incredible amount of energy, a need to work out, a need to get the physical body moving, which isn't a typical Pisces thing. But I wanted to address anything around, and and you don't have to go deeply personal about this, but do you notice the addiction factor in a Pisces life, in your life? Was there, I mean, it doesn't have to be drugs and alcohol, but was, was there something that you fight doing over and over? Yeah, I think the addiction really is more on the emotional base yeah. rather mm-hmm. than the you know drugs or alcohol. That I never got yeah. really into either of those scenes. Mm-hmm. But it's really about taking on that dysfunctional friend and and just oh. trying to make their life better. And it, it does become an addiction process where it's almost like um, if you were an alcoholic, you would have that, and you were enabling, you'd be that codependent. Well, I think I was enabling and being a codependent in very dysfunctional relationships. I don't feel I ever got hurt, but it was kind of, it it was unstable. I don't think that's a lot of grounded stability there. Right. And, and so like, but you would feel an addiction in sense of like a connection to somebody who might not have been healthy or health. It doesn't matter. But the fact that if they would pull their toys away energetically and go play somewhere else, was there often feelings of rejection uh, around things like that? Okay. that was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we would call. See, it's hard to, we, we give these words like addiction, but it's also, it's like this tie in this deep, profound sense of identity with another feeling that somebody else presents. And then they take that away and it's like, ouch. And right. so what I like about your ability, and, and I've known this uh, in you, because you, you say you work out, uh, it's so vital to your mental health that you have this energy inside of you that, that you can use. Um, when, when you, to be a nurse and a Pisces seems almost like, okay, that's too much because it's like, wait a minute, what are you doing? So how did that happen? Oh, that's, 
that's the trip. Um, well, I studied, I did two postgraduate degrees after I graduated in special education and elementary education. And I was a special education teacher for 10 years. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, the medical aspect of the birth history just really drew me in. And so I researched, I became well-informed, I always had a passion for science. So I had taken all the prerequisites, not knowing, um, for nursing. So it was a breeze. It was just a natural transition (laughs) into nursing. And um, it was great. But I get bored easy. I like to have a a lot of things going on at one time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe too many sometimes. And <laughs> Mars so and Aries much? Still... No, just teasing. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I was still teaching, and I was going through this intense nursing program, and I had two little ones. So it was it, it wow. was a lot of work. But it was great because I I just had a passion. I couldn't learn enough. And then I got into the hospital. <laughs> yeah. And that was a whole intense thing of its own because I worked in neonatal and pediatric intensive care for 25 years. And of course, the, the major clientele, because I worked at a very high-level hospital, were doctors and lawyers and very high-stress people were having all these premature infants. And it's like, oh, here we go. If they weren't intense before, <laughs> they're going to be super intense now. And, yeah, so you, it was interesting. I learned a lot. I actually loved it. I really did. And once I stopped um, trying not to take the most challenging parents, it just flowed. You know, the more you fight something, it's like yeah. swimming upstream. And then when you let it just take a natural evolution, it's great. And you did, did you, how, did you just end up like, okay, enough of nursing. I want to have my life look differently. Did you walk away from it? How did it end? Did okay, it end? That's the trippy part. Remember, I, even a Pisces, I was not into the metaphysical, lots of experiences, but I thought everybody walked in dimension. So it was just <laughs> second nature to me. I didn't know anything else. But metaphysical, I wasn't really drawn to that part. Spirituality, absolutely. Not religious, but more more spiritual, more opening, mm-hmm. knowing that there was something bigger than me and that I wasn't just my body, my physical body. However, <laughs> that took an incredible turn and... That's when light resonance came in. Oh, the story. I love this. This is what I want people to pay attention to. This. So you were still a nurse when light resonance occurred? Yes, and I fought it because I taught doctors and nurses. You know, I set up classes. I did my research. I was involved in research. I, you know, I liked the concrete. It kind of kept me grounded. Right. No and doubt. So when light resonance started happening, it's like, okay, now what do I do? And okay, so, no so how did it happen? We got to like educate people like, what is light resonance? How did that happen? What was the moment when you go, uh-oh, someone's okay. knocking at my door. I'm going to have to listen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, first, first light resonance yeah. healing is energy healing. And people are familiar with energy healing. And light resonance is just that. It's resonating light within the body. And practitioners learn it 
through applied techniques. It uses sacred geometry, um, color and sounds involved, and it's really fun. I'm teaching a class on it coming up at One Two Academy, um, March 25th. It's an introduction. I'm going to post that link for them so they'll know. Okay. So anyway, it's this universal flow of energy, and light travels throughout the client's body, and we all have this grid and this matrix, and I'll tell you more about it in, in the introduction class. But what really blew my mind, there are many signs, and I kept saying, nope, nope, not going to do that, not going to go there. <laughs> so and, what, you were being like signs, like you would have these moments with this, this something would happen to you, and, and you'd see something or hear something, and you're like, no, 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 like that's what we're saying no to? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, had, I really didn't have um, a community, which I think is really important for people to have, whether it's the radio community or whether it's actually having – being connected in the metaphysical world. I mean, the one, two, listen family, hello, does it get any better than that? But you really need that community, and I didn't have it. So I had nowhere to go to say, hey, well, maybe not everybody is experiencing this. But, Mark, um, when I was working in the hospital and there was something critically wrong with an infant and nobody could figure out what it was, it's not that I'm brilliant or anything. I would hear this little this little being tell me what was wrong. Oh and, my God. That'd be would, so cool to have you in that room. Well, How I would lucky talk are to the, the parents and just say, Hey, have you, what about this? Does that make sense? And boom, it would be it. So I started trusting it while I was still in nursing, but still not talking about it or telling anybody about it. And it really saved me because I did a lot of um, air transports where I'd pick up sick infants And we didn't know what was wrong with them. We would just stabilize them, and I'd be with a doctor, and we'd fly them back to our higher-level hospital. Those babies saved me every time because they told me what was wrong. And so you could kind of gear the care, which is critical in an airplane, for the baby precisely what they needed and work in tangent and team with the physician. So it really... Did anybody find it weird that you knew the answers? You know, I just isn't it just part of life, right? But when the the part of a Pisces life, I suspect. There you go. But when it starts getting stronger and louder, I really paid attention because now it's saving lives. I'm not saving the lives; the baby's saving the lives, and it just it became very, very accurate. And I think there's a lot of nurses that tap into this, probably doctors too, that. They don't talk about it, or they don't realize it to this extent. But it's really, really um, amazing and and great. <laughs> it's like oh. thank you, baby. <laughs> well, now is that what you were fighting though? Because I, what, what was the event? What was the thing that you go? No, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to go there. You were just accepting the fact that you were hearing this energy, this information, the the of the baby talking to you. You just sort of kept that quiet and just went on and and did your you know just said okay, let's try this and it worked and everybody thought Val was this amazing nurse. But when did you finally get put into the corner? And say, okay, okay, I'm done, I'm out, I'm going to come out with it. When, when did that happen? Well, I was driving to work at the hospital on Ooh. a very, very busy freeway. And it's about an hour drive, and I have to take three different freeways to get to work from my house. So I'd just gotten on the first freeway, first, <laughs> when I saw a large, large semi-truck in the lane next to me. 
and he's trucking along too. And we're traveling about uh, 65 miles per hour on the freeway, and I noticed there was a string or strand of light connecting the driver of the truck in the lane next to me to my car. I didn't really know what to think of it. It's like, oh, okay, here's this little, think of a violin or a harp string connecting this driver to me. Okay. <laughs> so there's a divider in the freeway, and on the other side of the freeway, going in the opposite direction, traveling 65 miles per hour, um, I saw a car going in the opposite direction with a string of light going from his car to my car. Okay, Mm-mm. now I'm starting to think this is really interesting. <laughs> You're thinking interesting. I'd be thinking Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it was a man driving the car in the opposite direction. And if you think of just the physics involved in that, how could I notice it was a man at that speed in the opposite oh. direction and a string of light connecting my car to his? Oh so gosh. all of a sudden, everything was in slow motion, and I wasn't sure what was happening. But then there was no car, no trucks, no roads. I had no body. There was no freeway, only a million strings of light. Oh and it was God. brilliant white light. So it was both beautiful, but I'm still in a conscious mind here, and terrifying at the same time. Because you're driving a car on the freeway. No kidding. And that was, that's my <laughs> last memory. So, Mark, am I dead or alive? I didn't even know. Oh, my God. So when my vision was restored and I could see cars again, feel a body, have my hands on the steering wheel, I mean, it was blissful. I'm not going to lie. It was awesome. If I was dead, I was dead. But when my vision <laughs> came back, I was only a, about a block away from work. So you tell me how I navigated three freeways, only seeing streams of light, and ended up a few blocks from work. Um, I and and it didn't take me an hour to get there. I I thought you said you were drug free. No, I'm teasing. I know. Doesn't it sound like LSD or something? It does. Everything I read about it sounds like that. Freaking story. I love that story. So you came back. You realized. Oh my God, I'm, I'm almost at work. Are you like, are you, well, what are you freaked out? Are you blissed? Oh, totally freaked out. I couldn't even speak. And I had a 12 hour shift with a poor baby on a ventilator. I didn't speak a word. I just, you know, went through the remote taking care of this baby and, and connecting with the doctor and just went into nurse mode. That's all I could do. When I arrived at the hospital, I laid down. I couldn't believe that, you know, I don't know how much time passed, but my shift didn't start for another 30 minutes. <laughs> and I was sitting there in the nurse's lounge, and of course no one's there that early, but one OB was there. And he goes, are you right? You look kind of pale. I couldn't even answer him. I just wow. laid there. <laughs> I just Whoa. laid there. When people started coming in, it, it grounded me a little bit, not a whole lot, and then I went into the unit. And I, you know, I had to make sure that I was okay to take care of these babies, and I was. So I got through the shift, came home. Who could I tell? Frank wouldn't understand. My husband wouldn't understand. <laughs> I had no one to tell. So I just sat with that. But I'm telling you, Mark, things happen really fast after that. Really? Really, really fast. Like, like, like what? Your decisions? Your, I mean, what, what changed? It was an opening that wouldn't close. It was 24-7. Um, I had paper with me, journals with me everywhere. I drew what I saw. I see it all outside, not inside my mind, but outside my mind. Um, 
one night I woke up, I'm beating my husband, wake up, wake up, you got to see this. And in large, bright white lights, think of a white light neon sign, it said light resonance. And my husband won't wake up, and so I'm putting my hand through it, moving the letter, trying to move the letters back and forth. They're not moving. It's not going away. It's like, how and it said light hear? resonance. It literally says light yeah, resonance. It said light resonance. So I wrote it down on a piece of paper, which now I have journals, paper, everything by me, and I wrote it down. And went back to sleep. I thought the entire thing was just a nice dream, right? <laughs> and I get up and I see the piece of paper on my nightstand and it says light resonance. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. you got to stop right there. We have to take a break. This is so exciting. I'm so glad you're sharing the story. Uh, you guys, listen, we're going to take a really quick break. I'm going to be back with Valerie. We're actually going to hear the rest of the story and take your calls. So bear with us, Valerie. Thank you. Uh, this is Mark Husson. This is your Power Peak Hour. We'll be right back. Check out her link. I put it up on facebook.com slash Mark Husson for the class that's up and coming. You can learn how to do this. We'll talk soon here. Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Isn't this amazing? I'm with the amazing Valerie Camozzi. Valerie, are you back with me? Yes, I am. I'm right here. <laughs> well, I want to make sure before we go any further that everybody finds out how they're going to get in touch with you because I just posted up the class links and um, I want you, do you like the, the, your website is uh, C. I'm typing it in right. Yeah. R-E-S-O-N-A-N-C-E.com. Yes. Light All right. That's going on Facebook right now. Lightresonance.com. And then we're going to have, uh, do you have a, um, do you do any Facebook stuff? What do you, how, where else can people find you? Ah, they can find me at um, Light Resonance on Facebook or okay. Valerie Camosi or Merlin's Magic and Ancient Stones Tour 2012. Oh. Valerie, we got to talk about that too. There's so much to talk about. Okay, can we talk about the tour? Because I want to make sure there's callers waiting and I, your story is just too great. But we got to know what this tour is because people can actually go with you and Erica Longden, right? To, to well, London, to Europe? Absolutely. Southwest England. Erica, who lives in England, and I have put together this trip June 17th through the 24th. And it's going to be amazing. It's a time, 2012, for us to raise the heart vibration. And that's what we're going to be doing there. It's a trip of a lifetime. We start in Merle Barrow, Merlin's uh, Mound. We go, and they've just discovered it's, they found, uh, there's an archaeological dig going on there right now. And they've just found that it's much older than they thought. It's about 2400 B.C., we have exclusive um, privileges to go see the mound. It's not open to the public. Ooh. It's where um, 
Kate Middleton and, and Pipper uh, went to college. It's very high security there, but a professor um, opened the door for us to go there and presented before the board. So we'll get to talk to the archaeologists there, see what they're finding. Um, we go on to Glastonbury, walk the tour, go to Stonehenge, Avebury Circle, um, see the Did you like resonance that guy to let you all in? That's crazy. All those privileges. I, yeah. I love it. <laughs> it took months and months. And we're going to celebrate summer solstice in the heart of Glast- Glastonbury, which is the heart chakra of the planet. It's on beautiful ley lines um, oh. connecting around the planet. So it's going to be really, really fun. We go. Okay, so Berlin now that State. is the someplace they can si- learn about at lightresonance.com and at Merlin's Magic. Wait a minute, Merlin's? Let me see if I can get it. Merlin's Magic and Ancient Stones Tour on Facebook, right? Right. And if they click info to the left, they'll get all the details of the tour, or they can contact me at lightresonance.com, contact page, and I will send them all the information. Oh, that's so good. You guys get to be close with Valerie, and you probably remember Erica Longden from, she was on my show, uh, I believe it was last spring, and what an amazing woman, magical. I mean, it's just the two of you together, unbelievable energy. I am just so happy that's happening. Valerie, I, I, your story, we got to hear about it at One Two Academy, because this is, and I posted the link so they can actually take your class. And just real quickly, in summary, people can learn this thing, that this gift you brought back, this light resonance, they can learn this? They can actually be on the highway and disappear? <laughs> no, we don't want them doing that. We want them oh. to be very, spa- very safe in that okay. space. But what they can learn is even for the experienced energy healer, the frequencies are different. And, and I know it's meant to teach. I mean, I try to reject it and I can't. And I've been teaching it for a long, long time, teaching it here and internationally. And there's some incredible healers. So yes, they can come to that, learn all about it and see if they want to go further. Oh, and you certify people, right? There are actually certified light resonance healers in the world, right? Right. It's a registered trademark. And um, yeah, there's And you went toe to toe with a couple of very famous people and actually put, I mean, I'm just going to say it, but you did, you did leave them in the dust. So your technique, what you've learned, what was given to you as a Pisces, if this isn't a Pisces stories, listeners, I don't <laughs> know what is, this is incredible. This is this woman's look what she brings to the table. It's like, who, who lives like that? I mean, I have to do external drugs to have those experiences, but I don't, but I, <laughs> that's like crazy. You get, I mean, Pisces get all the benefits. It's so great. But Valerie, listen, thank you so much for sharing it. There are people that would love to go over some issues that in their lives. And I would love it if you would share that with me. Would you be willing? Absolutely. Let's go. All right. Okay, callers, be ready because we got the powerhouse in the house of <laughs> Pisces Val with Mark. Let's talk to Janine on line one and see what's going on with her. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Can you hear me? I can. How are you, Janine? Okay. Oh, I'm great. I'm so excited to talk to you both today, being a fellow Piscean. Oh, yay. Yay. I know I'm going to feel like you guys telepathically talking to each other. I'm going to feel left out. It's okay, though, because you have have way more in common than you might think with her looking at your chart. You you both share that little Jupiter and Taurus, which is good. But let's tell us what's going on and let's see if we can help you focus in. I would really like to start a business, and I've been struggling with some health issues. 
And I just wanted to see if I was going to overcome those health issues this year and be able to take off with my business. And I feel that my business is organizing, but I'm coming from a very spiritual perspective, and I think it's going to help a lot of people. Well, very sweet. Go go, go ahead, Val. I was going to ask. If you want Sorry. To jump, yeah. um, the first thing I see around you is there's a little bit of chaos around you going on, and it's really that time to connect inside. So you need a little downtime around this. The business is a definite success. There's no question about it. And, oh, and taking on that spiritual aspect of it, just it grows and grows and grows and expands. So you can feel really good about your business. But I am getting there is, and it's interesting you talk about health issues, because I'm getting that when you have that quiet time, it's like you regroup your energy, you detox energy you've taken on and it's powerful the other thing i I don't diagnose prescribe or treat but i do want to say that hydrate and even if you're hydrating now hydrate a little bit more is what's coming up around you okay wow god i love how quick you get it y'all doing that pisces the pisces thing see (laughs) but (laughs) listen janine just to validate what she's saying i'm not kidding i I get Uh, it remember march um remember april 27th and march uh, May, May 11th, uh, you have Jupiter and Taurus just like Val does. You both are this summer ready to explode. We know Val's going on a tour. I think it's going to be something remarkable. And I think you're doing the same thing, a, a tour, an expansion that's going to blow your mind. Back to the year 2000, uh, it's the same opening. You also have Chiron on your sun. It's a true healing can emerge here. I think uh, tune into what your body's doing. I think if chaos is the issue because it is Neptune's involved here, so there can be a lot of confusion. Uh, see if you, what you can do to to follow that advice and find that little cord. So I'm going to reference everything to light resonance now, but you find that little light cord in you and sort of listen to it because this is a spectacular time period for you. It is. So you can trust that psychic Pisces part of you. It's tearing you wide open. I mean, I shouldn't use the word tearing. It's really peeling you open in such a way to be of, a, able to hear what um, you need to do. Because now Pisces are already psychic. Now with Neptune there, y- your rule is in Pisces. It's near your sun sign. Really, your intuition's rock solid. So I wish you a um, lot of luck. Thank you, you so have, much. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. We Did we hit it? Are we okay with you? Yes. Okay, we girl. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Me. Take care, honey. Bye-bye. Okay, let's talk to Mary. Mark. Hi, Hi Mary. Mary how are you? Thank you for taking my call. And thank you, Valerie. I, I loved your story and information. Thank it's, you. And what can we do for you? Yeah. Um, you know, my situation isn't that different than the last caller. I have been through a 12-year period of um, starting to end a bad marriage, going through that, starting a business, moving, leaving the business, selling a house, losing a house, um, being laid off four times. But, of course, that means four times I found jobs. And so I just, in this past 12 years, I feel like I've been through a meat grinder. And every time I come out the other end and start to heal, I get swept back in it again. And I have lost confidence. I've had health issues uh, working with naturopath, and I feel I'm making improvements. But I'm losing a lot of self-confidence, questioning myself. And in this last layoff, I've been to a lot of house radio that's confirmed the fact that I'm not crazy being a person who looks into the spiritual world for answers, but I feel pulled. 
from different directions with different things, and I, I'm yeah. looking for direction. Hey, I'm Valerie, get this. She's a Pisces, too, with a Pisces rising and a Scorpio moon and a Jupiter in Taurus. Oh, my gosh. I know. Okay. So just wanted to give you that. You get a hit on her, Val? You bet. Mary, Am I in trouble? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to let you know what's really interesting, Mary, is that, yeah, the 12 years, challenging, no doubt about it. Lots of mm -hmm. challenges, but you survived mm -hmm. it, and you came through each and every time, and you've got to hold on to that. And when you said, I loved when you said, um, yeah, I got laid off four times, but um, that meant I had four jobs. And that's kind of the shifting that has to continue to come for you, I'm getting the same thing. I'm getting serenity around you. So really think about taking that time, you know, whether it's a mini vacation, a walk in the park, doing something to kind of detoxify the old, because what I'm getting, there's a whole new vision you're holding about yourself, about your work, about everything going on. So you're really trying to heal that and let go of the past, and you're doing a good job. Now take an action step for yourself towards that new vision. And that can be as simple as making a list of what you want to see happen in 2012. 2012 is a five-year. It's transformational. There's no doubt about it. You are transforming. But what I love is everything that's led you up to this point, I'm going to say the good, bad, and the ugly, is all a new vision right now. You're doing it. You have done it. You want to continue to shift this energy. And, again, that little bit of detoxing is going to help. I'm glad to know that you're hooked into something that can help you mm -hmm. detox some of that. It's more energetic than it is physical, but it becomes physical because it's out of balance right now. No problem. You're getting there. Take an action step. So make that vision list. Do that vision board. Do something. And then act on something. So um, mm -hmm. go ahead, Mark. No, that's brilliant. She's giving you the exact thing that any astrologer would tell you because listen to this. You have a Scorpio moon. You have all this water in Pisces. All we need right now is Saturn to go into Scorpio, please. And guess what? It's there. It's right there. It's like a, it's a minute away. It's actually, we're going to start in April. Then we're going to see this incredible opportunity in June. I think you're going to shake a lot of people out of your life. I think there's a lot of nervous system energy around you. You just need to shake some people out what have you're a sponge like you've never seen because it's in your 12th house and so you take on a lot around you mary and what we need to do is have you keep constantly do that clearing do follow that advice that val gave you perfectly start getting your the reason vision boards are powerful for you is because they focus you and you need mm -hmm. that focus right now the other thing yeah. lastly october is when it all changes for two and a half full years, opportunities, everything you put your mind to comes together. That's why how brilliant she tells you, do a vision board. This is a time for you. You are never going to see a time like this. You are going to come psychically open. You're really going to get validation for all the stuff you've been through. The year 2000 had a lower octave of this. Now we're going to see it in a higher octave. Plus when Saturn goes into Scorpio, October 7th, I believe it is, it changes for two and a half years in benefit to you. Instead of you feeling like you're swimming upstream, suddenly everything's following you. Mary, did we help? You did. Can I ask a real quick thing about yes. starting a business? Is this what you're alluding to with um, do something in a direction to a list and take an action? It's, I've been thinking about a business. I've been looking at cards and identification and marketing. And so do I just need to bite the bullet and commit to something? You know, that's, that's an excellent question, Mark. You feel free to jump in here, too. But what I think 
should happen first for you, Mary, and if this resonates, if it doesn't, throw it out, but is take an action step. So start with your vision board. It, it will help you what you really want to focus on, um, what you really want to do, and it also connects you with your passion. And I feel that that step and then it's not so much biting the bullet you you're letting it unfold for you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You're dreamers, doing the and we can bring that dream into reality pretty darn fast. Yeah. So it's not like okay. you have to jump into something. Kind of okay. sit with it, okay. take that action step. And yeah, she's okay. telling you you don't have to figure it out first for sure, Mary. You you just okay. like get start that baby step, get that vision board together, and let it unfold for you, rather than you feeling like okay, should I do this? Just let it unfold. Okay. Get in the flow of that. Brilliant Very advice. Good. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Thank Mary. you. Take care, sweetheart. We'll talk to you uh, soon. Valerie, you. get ready for this. Our third Pisces is on the phone. I love this. <laughs> I love Let's it. talk to Christine on line three. And this is in a row, too. Hi, Christine. Hi, how you doing? Good to talk to you. Good to Me talk too. to you, honey. Welcome to the show. Gosh, well, you have you, a Taurus rising too. I love this. You're a Taurus rising. You're a Pisces sun, Mercury, Venus, and Pisces. And where's your little moon? You have a moon in Cancer. How could we hate that? How's it going, Christine? Well, you know, I just kind of was on this uh, emotional roller coaster recently, and I'm uh, trying to get out of it. And I've been trying to focus, and it's a mother issue. It's a mother issue? Yes, yes. Uh, I was just, uh, I'm 54 and was just uh, recently found out after 54 years of believing this that my uh, father is not my biological father. A little Pisces story in there. Can you see? <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's so interesting because, um, you know, growing up with my mother was a challenge. And um, I got to the point many years ago that I let go of all that growing up stuff. I'm, it's my life to choose and do what I want. And now I'm hit with this. And it's a whole nother, um, nother challenge for me to, to go through. So, okay. um, go ahead, Christine. Anyway, so um, I didn't think it would bother me as much, but uh, uh, just this last three or four days ago, I just went in one of those moods that I got into, and I just could not get out. And it took every strength I had to pull my boots up and just, you know, now I'm doing better. I'm crying, but. I'm doing better. Oh, crying's not bad. You get a hit, Val? Jump in real quick, and then Good, I'm going to hand yeah. it over to you. Um, it's you're in a period of surrendering and releasing. A lot of this, you thought you healed, and then boom, something else came up, and and it triggered this emotional roller coaster. Um, very very interesting time, being that we're Pisces and we're in the midst of the Piscean energy. But what it really does is elevate, and I know this is going to sound funny, but it elevates you to a deeper spiritual understanding. And so do we have to experience pain? No, we don't. Um, do we choose pain? I don't think we do, because if there's no pain, how great is that? Mm -hmm. um, but you want to get, you want to be careful and you want to stay out of a victim role here, which I know myself, I can do very easily. So you really want to get to that place where you can surrender and release. How can you do that? Well, you go through a little exercise of forgiveness. And before you fall asleep, because your mind's really active at night, and it's like, okay, you got to turn it off. you got to turn it off, Christine. Um, so what you want to do is you do want to do breath. I recommend um, like a, a little guided meditation from one of your favorite people. Um, and, and just get into that for a moment, and it's going to 
chop up and, and dissipate some of that heavy emotional feeling that you're feeling right now. And when you said you kind of hit rock bottom, bravo, good for you. That's brave. That's courageous. And, and mm. you, now you're seeing a little glimpse of light, and you want more, and you want it now, and you deserve it. You deserve it right now, and you can have it. And so it's a time. You've got to get out and, and walk. So I don't know what the weather is by you, but get yourself in nature somehow. That's also detoxifying. Breathe, lots of breathing with this. If you like something like kundalini yoga or, um, uh, or any type of yoga, breath meditation, that would be really important for you. You need to move your body because you need to release some of this deep, deep energy you're holding on to. And even though, oh, my gosh, okay, he's not my biological father, what you can look at is the positive of that, like, okay, that's weird. Um, don't mm-hmm. like that at all. Just just resonate with your feelings about it. Be angry. Grieve. You know, and, and then pick up the pieces. You know, we Pisces have to pick up ourselves. We're scattered all over the place. And bring it back in. And you, you're elevating to a deeper spiritual understanding on this path. Go ahead, Mark. Oh, my gosh. I could just listen to you all day. Christina, are you feeling some of that? Oh, yes, definitely. And, Isn't and, uh, she good? Go oh, ahead. She's awesome, yes. And I, and I, and I kind of looked at this as a blessing because it, 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 it exactly, it, it's elevated me to a better place that, oh, boy, thanks for this challenge because it opened my eyes to more things out there that are more positive. There's more That's positive good. out of this than negative. It just, I, I guess I'm a Pisces. I'm emotional. Well, you are, and you also, yeah, (laughs) and you have some really big strengths, and I'm here to say that knowing your biological father sometimes isn't all it's cracked up to be anyway. There is, I I, I, I totally agree. (laughs) Yeah, so we can like, we can take a lot of like Val said, take the drama out of it, realize that you're coming into an incredible cycle, Jupiter on your ascendant, you're a Taurus, I'm not making this stuff up, it is a, it's, it's the end of a cycle, you got a birthday coming up, and I think that kicks in on your birthday. So when you have your birthday, make an extra special wish for yourself. Remember, we're sending you energy. You just talk to the light resonance woman. You know she sent you some spider webs. I could see them. So so listen, Christine, take it with you. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey with us. And good luck. Keep us posted. We'd love to hear how you're feeling. You're doing great, Christine. You're doing really great. Thank you. you. It was wonderful. Great. I feel better. Thanks, sweetheart. You're so sweet. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um, Val, I'm almost afraid to take one more call, but if we can do it, we'll do it really fast just to support Linda, who's a Pisces. Are we shocked? So Linda, (laughs) come on in with us, Linda. Let's do it. I'm sorry we have to do it in record-breaking time, but let's see if we can help in any way. Can you summarize what's going on with you? I'm just stuck, and I stop believing in myself, and I can't seem to do anything. (laughs) <laughs> Minor issues like that, easy. Okay, no, just yeah. easy, sweetheart. I'm giving, sending you a hug. Val, any quick hits for her? Yeah, quick hit is um, that that little group that that you hasn't come appeared in front of you yet is a link to feeling better about yourself. Um, I, I'm seeing either, and this uh, you, it's a metaphor. You're going to have to put it to what resonates with you. But mm-hmm. be it a, a book club or or going to the local library and, and getting connected with some other like-minded people, exploring. If it's taking that class with a teacher you like, not a teacher that you go, ooh, I don't really want to do that, and and just connecting because I'm feeling that you're almost in a hibernation space, Linda, and you got to break yeah. out of it. And the way to really dissipate that energy and break out of it is really, really connecting with community a little bit. Not taking on their issues or problems or trying to heal them, but just get that outside connection and you go, whoa, okay, 
that feels mm-hmm. good. And I that's think that's awesome. really going to help. Go, Mike. Mark. Yeah, no, I think um, right down May 30th, the 1st of June, I think we're going to see some big expansion in your d- personal emotional depth in there. I think the the thing about overthinking, uh, you have an Aquarius moon. It is very likely that you can find yourself ruminating. So what you can do is distract yourself with some spiritual activity, yoga, walks, the things that Val said. You're in a great, great cycle, Linda. Try to remember that even though there's no evidence of it out here, Jupiter coming to the lowest point in your chart is the healing of your ancestry, the healing of what you brought in. I'm going to hold a thought of you being amazing, feeling amazing. And I want you to come post a big hug to us when you when you hit that point which is coming up okay linda okay do you see finances doing better yes (laughs) absolutely doing better and i see you it's happening yeah it's happening it is happening now and it's like we got to get your mind out of the way of worry imagine have your mind just shift just a minute around that you have them already they're already on their way and feel that feeling for a little bit give yourself some reprieve from the worry but it is shifting in a big way april starts it all um let us know how you're doing, sweetheart. Thank you for calling, Linda. Bye, Linda. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye, honey. Okay, Val, we have a minute to, I want people to find you. www.lightresonance.com. There's no healing at the end of it. It's lightresonance.com. It's on the Facebook page. You can also go to the Merlin's Magic and Ancient Stones <laughs> Tour. We post that. Is it Merlin's Magic and Ancient Stones Tour? It sure at Facebook. Is on Facebook. Okay. That's if it. you want to take a tour with, I want to call her Spider Woman. I swear to God, I keep <laughs> getting that hit. Light Resonance Woman. I see those webs. She does healing. I'm telling you, just being in the space. Find her at onetolisten.com. Get a reading from her. You're going to be blown away. This woman is what she, what you see is what you get. She's all heart. She's magical. Valerie, will you come back? You bet. Thank you, Mark. <sighs> that was fun. It really was fun. You're really quite an amazing woman. Thank you for sharing this journey with me. Hey, everybody, this week, Once You Listen is celebrating a lot. Go check in with the psychics over there as well. Once you find Val to One Two Reports, if you need a report astrologically, check it out. Big hugs to all of you. Once You Radio coming up. See you soon. <laughs> 